I'm Kev Jackson. Welcome to ChatPod, the Chat About Podcast. We have Brandon Mustfall from the Northwoods chapter of Habitat for Humanity joining us today. Brandon, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kev. What is your position with Habitat? I know you told me before, but I can always forget. I always forget what the name of it is. Yeah, uh, it's Community Engagement Coordinator, and you know that means whatever you want it to mean. <laughs> Um, I, I do a lot with volunteer recruitment, fundraising, uh, promoting the cause, and anything else that needs to be done, and, and that's the reality in any kind of smaller nonprofit. Uh, what, whatever uh, is, is needing to get done, you step up, you do it, you know, and uh, help out any way you can. Well, you, you've been in the nonprofit world for a while. You certainly uh, ran Great River Rescue for a number of years, and now you're uh, in Habitat for Humanity. Um, both kind of in the same vein, good homes for either humans or animals is kind of that vein. But what, what made you make the change? Yeah, no, it's funny because there are a number of things that I've worked on since I've come over to Habitat that are like, uh, you know, I'm getting deja vu. It's like, <laughs> well, I'm doing pretty much the same thing, <laughs> you know, that I was doing over at, at Great River Rescue. Um, you know, for me, the honest truth is that uh, the, running an animal shelter is a lot of work. Uh, it takes away from your home, your family. Uh, it's very stressful. And, uh, and I had done it for 11 years and, and I was getting, you know, pretty, pretty tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, it just felt, it just felt like time to make a switch, but yeah, um, nonprofit service has always been kind of where my heart's at. I was in the Peace Corps. I worked at the Salvation Army. Um, and I have a a master's degree in in nonprofit management. So that's kind of always what, what I've wanted to do. And um, yeah, so it was a pretty easy, you know, switch for me. I, I know Jerry Hickerson very well. And, and I know the great work that Habitat is doing. And it was something that I wanted to be a part of. Okay. Well, um, you've been, I mean, you kind of jumped in both feet first. You've had a lot of stuff going on ever, ever since you got there. Oh, well, I mean, I'm always working as hard as I can every day. I, I come in and, uh, you know, try to do everything that I can to, to, uh, benefit the organization and, and the community. Okay. Well, one of the things you have coming up and I, I we're just getting started on this, I know, but, uh, people might want to put it on their calendar, a uh, big event you guys have every spring. Yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciate uh, you guys for helping us promote this event. Uh, we have the the Builders Club Roof Raiser Celebration Fundraiser. So okay. a little bit of a mouthful, but roof, <laughs> roof Raiser is basically the event. It's April 27th at the Bemidji Eagles Club. This is the only event, uh, fundraising type event that we do throughout the year. Um, and, and just like in the title, it says it's a, it's a celebration. We really want to celebrate with our volunteers, everyone that's put in all that hard work with our partner families who have been through so much, um, with our community that supports us, uh, for all the work, uh, all the things that we've accomplished in our community. And then we want to look forward to, you know, the, the coming years and the things that we're going to accomplish. Um, okay. so tickets, yeah, like you said, it's a little early. They're not quite available yet. Um, but we are busy planning, and we want you to mark that on your calendar Saturday, uh, April 27th. Okay. And, yeah, that's that's been a fun event. I've uh, In the past, I've been there many, many years, so plan to be there again this year. So very cool. Um, one of the other things that uh, just happened recently is uh, is you guys uh, you wrapped up a home in December and had a dedication. Yep. Um, so that was our 61st home. 
that we we built last year, and um, there was a lot of moving parts. You know, and and uh, at first it's like, oh yeah, we'll probably be able to do the dedication, you know, by Thanksgiving, and you know, then things got pushed back, and and just a lot that had to come together to to make it happen. But we we thankfully got um, Claudia and her family into the home, did the closing. And right before Christmas, um, we had the the dedication where where again we we really reflect and celebrate that accomplishment and uh, and so they are they're in their new home and uh, we, we couldn't be happier for them. So it's a process to to get a house. So kind of talk us through the process of how a house gets built uh, and how a family gets in a house for Habitat. Yeah, and I'll talk to it the best that I can, but you know, I haven't even been through a full cycle. Yeah. Um, there's so much that, that, that goes into it. Um, the partner families, you know, they they need to they apply to become a habitat homeowner. And obviously it's not just like a, a one sheet of paper that you sign. It's it's there's a lot of forms, uh, a, a lot of things that we that we check on with them and, and then we go through financial education with them and training. Um, the partner families start building up their their sweat equity hours. So every every adult in the family needs to to complete 300 hours, um, and a lot of that is in constructing the house on site, helping build the house. But even before that, they're volunteering with Habitat, um, helping with different projects, maybe helping at the restore and getting those hours completed. Um, and and then of course you know there's just all everything that goes into building a house and, and coordinating that from the design phase you know to the uh, to um, doing the uh, pouring the the slab framing it up and you know step by step um, all throughout the whole process and you know like toward the end of the, of this house it it, it kind of felt like oh yeah we're pretty much done we're pretty much done but then you know there's always like oh but don't forget about the trim over there and. And, and, you know, we, we still have to, you know, get the appliances installed. And, and we work with subcontractors and uh, who do the plumbing and the electric. And, yeah, there's just it's, there's a thousand things that all has to come together. So the whole process for a family could be a year and a half. It could be longer. It could be two, three years sometimes uh, from the time they apply to the time they actually get into their home. Okay. And, some, and you, you have to acquire some land. Build the house, and you know you talked about volunteer hours. I mean, how many volunteer hours are needed in a in a house build? Yeah, so for the the house we built last year, it was a total of two thousand eight hundred and sixty nine volunteer hours. So that doesn't include some of the subcontractors and the the time that they put into the house. But the volunteer time alone was was almost three thousand hours. So it's wow. a, a big commitment. Um, to yeah, to to build a house, it's no small task. So where do you get all those volunteers and all those people who can contribute hours? Well, uh, that's why I'm on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys listening, we need you. Um, the truth is, I mean, this past house, we you know we we had a lot of community involvement, but honestly, it's about four or five guys and and a gal, um, a couple of gals actually that. Um, put in a ton of time, you know, it's like a regular job for them, Mm. you know, coming in every week, maybe like Monday through Thursday, sometimes on the weekends as well, uh, to build the house. But we, we have, we have lots, we have land where we want to build. We've got four partner families right now that are working on their hours and want to get into a home. We need more people to, to help build these homes and to be able to do it affordably. 
because even for, for Habitat, with as much help as we get from our contractors and, and community, um, it is, it's very difficult to, to build a home and, and, uh, and not lose money on it, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so we really are looking for more people to, to join us, and that, that could be in a lot of different ways. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're one of those people that works week after week putting in you know, 30 hours a week doing it. Um, it could be maybe it's just a one-time thing. Maybe you're available on, you know, the first and third Monday of the month or whatever it is. You know, we're looking for people to to come and help out. Okay, um, and that's 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 what yeah you said that's one of your jobs. And uh, do you coordinate with like other nonprofit groups or service clubs, things like that, to try to get volunteers? Uh, definitely, um, I, I I do work. With the United Way a lot, Gretchen over there, and we have uh, regular meetings, and and uh, so all of us, you know, nonprofits in in the community, we kind of have the same problem, you know. There's limited resources in terms of money and in terms of people, and and man hours and everything. So so we do try to partner and, and coordinate uh, th- that way. Um, I've gone and and spoken to the Rotary clubs in the area. I'm going to be speaking at the Lions next week. Um, I just had some groups of students from BSU over at the Restore on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, so they need to do you know, service hours, um, so we're trying to get them involved as well. The only problem there with the students is uh, by the time we build, they're pretty much out of school. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm hoping to kind of get them involved right now in other ways and, and get them hooked so that they'll, they'll stick with it. All right. So the reason we need Habitat for Humanity, not everybody can just run over to the bank and get a loan. We will talk about the housing issues facing our area and why Habitat for Humanity is a good way to solve some of those issues when we come back on Chat About. <coughs> Welcome back to Chat About with Brandon Musfall from uh, Northwoods Chapter of Habitat for Humanity. Uh, Brandon, you were just before we went on the air, you were talking about some of the big challenges to uh, to the area as far as housing goes. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, th- there is a, definitely a housing crisis in our country and, and in our state and, and in our county. Um, in Minnesota, one in nine um, households are paying over half their income on housing, which means that they can't afford, you know, food and, and other necessities. Um, in Beltrami County... Um, there are 4,752 that are cost burdened, which means they're paying at least 30% of their, of their income on, on housing. So they're, again, they're having to make tough decisions uh, about, uh, you know, where they're going to invest their money, food, clothing, medicine, you know, can they afford these things? Um, there was a study done recently that, that shows that in Beltrami County, there is a shortage of 1,160 homes um, for, for wow. low, low income uh, residents. So, um, Habitat builds like, you know, one or two houses a year and that's not going to quite cut it. So we're going to need some, some, um, you know, broader solutions and, and, and partnerships to try to alleviate that. But Habitat is definitely doing everything, you know, that we can. And again, we were talking before the break about volunteers and, and that's where that comes in. We have, like I said, we have lots, we've got, we've got partner families, we want to build more houses, um, but we have to we have to try to increase our capacity. If it takes almost three thousand hours to build one house, you know we're we're going to need to to really get a lot more people involved to to be able to solve this problem. So, who can get into a habitat home? Well, um, 
we have the qualifications on our application, and it can be a little complicated, but essentially you, you do need to have an income and show that you can pay your mortgage. So Habitat does act as a lender, and uh, when, when somebody buys a home through Habitat, we lend them that money to, to buy their home. But the, the great part about it is it is a no-interest mortgage, mm. um, which that's, you know, that's part of the education and training. We go through them about what that means and what their responsibilities are, um, but you're not going to find a better deal than that anywhere. When you are paying for your Habitat house, it's like a savings account. You're just investing in yourself. And I think a lot of people that renting are renting maybe don't quite understand that when you're renting, you're just you're you're investing in the property company, right? Mm-hmm. If you have your own home, you're you're investing in yourself. So, but you do have to have an income. Um, at the same time, you you can't you know earn too much. I, I um, off the top of my head, I can't remember what the the limit is, but it's something like sixty percent of the median income in, in Beltrami County. So, and again, the, the qualifications are on our website and on our application. But um, if, you, if you're earning too much and you're able to get a traditional mortgage, then you'd, you'd, you'd want to go that route. But if you are denied by a bank uh, or, or other lending institution, then we're the ones you should, you should come to. Okay. Um, now, you, I know there, there, there used to be classes and, and uh, meetings and stuff. Do you have those anymore? We um, well, we work alongside the partner family. So every every family gets a mentor, um, mm-hmm. and these are typically it's usually a, a Habitat homeowner, somebody who's been through the process already, and they walk alongside you because it is like like we've talked about, it's quite a process, um, and 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 there's a lot of hoops and a lot of uh, obstacles you got to get through. So so we support them every step of the way with these with these mentors to help them through that. Um, we do have um, classes. Um, you know, when, when COVID hit, we, we made an online, we, we filmed a, uh, an orientation. So you do have to go through an orientation. Um, we recently took that down. We got to, we got to make a new one, an updated version, but yeah, you do have to go through some education training and, and orientation to, to become a Habitat homeowner. Okay. I know that, uh, I think you've touched on some of it, but, um, if everything goes well, what, what does Habitat hope to do here in 2024? Well, um, I mean, ultimately, our, our vision is where, you know, everybody has a decent place to live. And, and we're not going to accomplish that, you know, in, in one year here. But um, uh, we, we want to we wanna build more homes, increase that capacity. Uh, we have some programs for veterans. Um, so we, we, we do have some access to some funding um, to do roof replacements and to do other exterior home repairs. So that's going to be one of our focuses going forward is is helping out veterans who have, you know, done so much for us and served our country. Uh, what we know about veterans is they're, they're not always uh, the best at, at asking for help. You know, they're, they're very self-sufficient. So yeah. if you know a veteran that could benefit from, from some home repairs, have them reach out to us. Um, that is something that, that we're really excited about for, for this coming year. So... I think you know overall that's part of part of why I I came on with Habitat because we're trying to build our capacity and do more build more homes help more people my position didn't exist uh before I got hired um so we, we are a small staff it's still only um 6 of us over there 
But you know, before before me again, they weren't even able to do some of this outreach because we're so busy doing the admin side of things. One of the ways you can help Habitat is uh, take advantage of the Restore. That's right. Tell us about the Restore. Yeah, so the Restore is a great program. Um, basically, uh, you can donate uh, your uh, home items, uh, construction items. It could be, you know, siding, windows, doors that maybe you're not going to be using, furniture, appliances. If you're getting a new fridge and and you know the guys from MJB are like, well, what are, where do we take the old one? You say send it over to Habitat. Um, but uh, so those items get get donated to us, and then we sell them in our in the restore at a fraction of the retail value, and all that money goes to to help us build more homes in the community. Um, in I don't have the 2023 numbers, but in 2022 we sold we had over two hundred thousand dollars in sales, over ten thousand items that were donated. We diverted over a million pounds of stuff from the landfill because oh. a lot of this stuff that's where it would end up. So. Um, it's really just a it's a win win uh, situation with the restore and uh, yeah we're located in the industrial park nearby the transfer station, so it's convenient because if you do come and we say yeah this isn't in the best shape and we can't use it it can't sell it then you just hop on over to the transfer station. Sure. Well, and um, you know it's a great it's a great opportunity like you said to save a bunch of money if you're doing some home repairs or you're needing a second fridge or whatever it might be. Um, what are the hours? Yeah, Restore is open from uh, Wednesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Saturdays 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. We also have some drop-off hours on Tuesdays from 10 to 2. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so we, you know, it's not, maybe not quite as, as open as like Menards or Home Depot, but we do try to keep it uh, accessible for everybody. All right. Anything else you want to share with the, about Habitat for Humanity before we call it a day? Well, one of the opportunities that I'm trying to promote is is our partner build and faith build program. So um, we're looking for, for groups to sign up, and whether it's a one-day situation, one-day build, or maybe it's a, a weekend build, um, we want to encourage businesses like, you know, Paul Bunyan Broadcasting or churches um, to sign up and, and, and come out, uh, work together as a team, and help us build these homes um, so there's more information on our website, habitatbemidji.org. Um, but it's it's a great it's a it's a great opportunity to do it's like mission work. It's very fulfilling to you know to see what you can what you can accomplish. Um, it doesn't have to be huge groups. We're looking like four to ten people. Um, when you get more than that on site, it's it's a lot. It's really too much to manage anyhow. So. Um, so yeah, I, I really hope that we can start to to get that going again. We've done faith builds in the past, but it's been quite a while since since we've done it. Okay, and again, the roof raiser, if we want to get it on our calendar, is Saturday, April twenty seventh. Yeah, and if I got time, I'll just mention the the uh, sponsors we have for that yeah, so far. Absolutely. So um, Affinity Plus, Arrow Printing, Paul Bunyan Communications, Paul Bunyan Broadcasting, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> Deerwood Bank, Lear Title, Miller McDonald, Northwoods Lumber, and Razor's Edge Salon have all signed up as sponsors. We're still looking for more, um, and it it it's it's going right into to the community. We're investing in in these houses where you know these people then as homeowners are contributing to that economy. They're paying their taxes. Um, it's uh, it's it's like a you know it's a circle, right? That yeah. that money then is is really. You know, they're obviously employed, paying their mortgage, 
it's all coming back around and helping us build more homes. So. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us today on ChatPod, the Chat About Podcast.